Hello, my name is Henneke Watkis-Porto and welcome to My Daily Devotion, a daily bite-sized podcast for those wanting to enrich their souls and forge a deeper relationship with God. It is pure, unpretentious and raw, which flows from the heart, fostering gratitude, peace and a sense of abundance. Welcome to episode 461 of my daily devotion and the reading today is Matthew chapter 24. Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. Do you see all these things? he asked. Truly I tell you. Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Excuse me. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. So when you see standing in the holy place, the abomination that causes desolation, spoken of through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand and let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down to take anything out of the house. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not take place in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great distress. There will be great distress unequaled from the beginning of the world until now and never to be equaled again. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. At that time, if anyone says to you, Look, here is a Messiah, or there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you ahead of time. So if anyone tells you, Here he is, out in the wilderness, Do not go out, or here he is in the inner rooms. Do not believe it. For as lightning that comes from the east is visible even in the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. 
Wherever there is a carcass, there will be vultures gathered. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven and then all the peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree as, as soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things, you know that it is near, right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding with a hand mill, one will be taken and the other left. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would have not let his house be broken into. So you must also be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Who then is the faithful and wise servant, whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions, But suppose that servant is wicked and says to himself, My master is staying away a long time. And he begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign a place with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And this is the word of the Lord. What I'm going to talk about today is the fact that the day and the hour of the coming of Jesus Christ is unknown. We don't know when he's going to, when the Lord is going to put in his appearance, he's going to return. Just as it is written in scriptures. But one thing we do know is that we have to be prepared to make our calling and election sure that just like a thief in the middle of the night comes unaware. We are not found unaware and unprepared, but we are found ready. And being found ready 
oh gosh, is to is to be found as someone who loves. Love even when it hurts. And that, my friends, is a big one too. A very big one. Because we're so easily um, offended many times. But even if we're not easily offended and we decide, like, I'm going to share this. Like, I decided recently that I will let somebody back into my life. Somebody who's very toxic and has been very toxic. And everybody has pretty much cut that person off. And I decided to be forgiven and let that person again. And I found it as a big mistake. And I think what I should have done is to love from a distance. Rather than love close by. You know, you give persons inch, they take a mile and so on. And sometimes even in loving, we have to love from a distance. What does it mean to love from a distance? It doesn't mean that you harbor uh, ill feelings in your heart. You just know that you don't let that person close because once they come close, they're going to be release venom and poison into your system. And that is dangerous. That is very dangerous. So even as we love, we have to open our hearts and our and be aware, open our minds, remove the skills, ask God to remove the skills from our eyes, spiritual skills from our eyes that we can see, we can be discerning, and we can, even as we're loving, but we, we're not putting ourselves in harm's way to be hurt and to be abused, right? To be abused. Hurting people hurt people. And so until we work on our individual pain that we're facing, we will continue to be in a space of aggravation. And as I'm saying, we don't know the day or the hour when the Lord Jesus Christ will appear again. And so we have to be ready. We're 100% responsible for the way we live our lives. We're 100% responsible for the things we think, you know, the thoughts that come into our head. You know, um, be very mindful of what we're thinking about because whatever we feed will grow. You know, whatever we're paying attention to will be magnified. So let us therefore pay attention to the unconditional love that God has for us and that we love him in return by, yes, loving others, loving ourselves and not just to have an intellectual understanding of love. But to practice love in our actions. To practice love by what we do and what we say. So Father God, I pray that you teach us how to love unconditionally. Love even in the midst of the pain. But show us how to do it in a way, Lord God. That is self-preserving. Show us to do it in a way, Lord God. That you be pleased. We're not offending anyone. We're not, we're not being offensive. But we're using wisdom. Show us, mighty God. Teach us how to behave. Teach us how to be. Show us the path that you want us to take. Father God, I pray that we live our lives in a way that we make sure that our, our calling and election is sure. That we live knowing that we know not when the Lord Jesus Christ will return again. But when he returns, we'll be ready. Make us ready, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen.
And this has been my daily devotion. I'm Henika Watkins Porto. Catch me at henikawatkinsporto.com for all other things that I'm involved with. See you soon.